right, we are back with William Muma to talk a little bit more about gnomes. Uh, we've got a gnome in the party, and I think gnomes have a really interesting backstory in this particular setting. And it's not one that we get to highlight because we're in the wrong place. This campaign setting and the modules that accompany it span continents. Uh, there are all sorts of different uh, snapshots of the world that you get if you buy the supplementary uh role-playing modules uh, that come with the setting. And unfortunately, gnomes just don't get touched on in this one, but I really liked them. So I'd like you to talk a little bit more about them, give people a peek of what might be coming up in their discovery of this world. Gnomes do actually get a little bit more of a uh, picture uh, developed in the second module in the series, Vasily's Woe. The gnomes are, are not in the land of Teardrail, which is where Feast Hall of Ash takes place, but they live in a dark and foreboding land called the Issian Peninsula. And uh, these gnomes used to, in the past, be a very happy, uh, very playful, very uh, farm-oriented sort of people. However, a curse was laid upon them. They had uh, insulted some priests of a one of the dark gods of the Issian Peninsula, who then began to send off doppelgangers, shape changers, all sorts of, of creatures to terrorize and uh, basically wipe out the gnomish population. Now, the, the gnomes, in order to survive, have uh, become a little bit on the paranoid side, but they do now hide in the, in the, the dark crevices of the world. They uh, test... Um, their own mortality by, by showing the blood of their uh, veins to each other so they can prove that they are not shape changers and false gnomes. So they, they do have a little bit of a tragic tale, of course, tied to them, but it does add for, I think, some very interesting plural playing opportunities. Absolutely. Uh, I love delving into the consequences of greater lore like that. And I think in Phoebe's character, uh, Siri, we do see a peak of what that sort of person would be. Somebody who's had to grow up, you know, not being able to talk to anybody else of her own race for fear of these horrible uh, dark forces falling down upon them. Uh, so if you're interested in that more dark exploration of character development i think this is definitely the game setting for you uh be sure to check these out uh at their website which is imperiumscs.com and if you put in the offer code we're not friends you'll receive 15 percent off any pdf or printed materials that you order from them uh, with that let's get to the show Try, try, clear eyes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Holster your bits. Uh, <laughs> Never! So you guys exit uh, the feast hall, and you have... No, we're in the... Uh, no, not the feast hall. The pool. Yeah. You exit the, you exit the baths, and you have now the seeing stone and an additional potion that you guys made from the herbs and whatnot found in the other room. It is being given to Dahlgren. Uh, augment, sorry. Yeah, so I have to read the description of this sight stone. While magical, these stones are formed through fairly natural circumstances. A stone is formed uh, by erosion uh, due to the flows of energy moving back and forth through a gate between planes of existence. The erosion forms an oddly perfect circular hole passing clear through a stone. The upside of the erosion is that when a person looks through the hole, they are able to see through the barrier separating two specific planes that cause the erosion. 
So, looking through this, you will be able to see things that are hidden from mortal eyes. I'm going to fasten... I'm going to take that that blanket Mm -hmm. again, rip it up into smaller segments, and then tie it around the, the, the thing. So you can just fasten it like an eye patch over your eyes. You can don't have to worry about... You can just put it on your eye and don't have to worry about holding it. Up. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, so you look down the hall, and as you look down the hall, you see that what was once bare wall, through the sight of the stone of sight, there is a door with a gentleman dressed in a tuxedo in front of it. Can we look at the piles of gold with the sight? Yeah, absolutely. I give it to Dahlgren so he can see for himself. All right. So you look, you look through it, and Dahlgren, what you see uh, through the stone is that the piles of gold appear to be leaves. However, they are leaves that share the distinct color of uh, the piles of metal that you saw earlier. So the gold leaves shine like gold, the silver leaves shine like silver, and platinum, and so on and so forth. So that's up to you. It's definitely currency. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be of some sort. You have to believe me. Pick up a little then. It's but it's got trans transformation properties. Well, yeah, because it transformed. It's still gold though. We'll deal with it. Let's get on the way back. Okay, on the way back. Yeah, but we stop. (laughs) We stop. We'll see. Okay. Agreed. If we deal. All right. Yes. All right. I don't trust transformation, but I do love gold. <laughs> I love leaves, but I don't trust gold. <laughs> I love dirt. <laughs> and I don't bones. Trust bones. <laughs> uh, man in tuxedo. So man in tuxedo. Uh, so does only um, Ogman see the man in the tuxedo? Yes, because he has the stone of sight. Well, I, 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 I guess I've already shared it with Dolgren. Yeah. Um, so, so Dolgren has it, I guess. Right yeah, now. Dolgren has it, but I know he's there. Mm-hmm. Hello. The. Oh, hello there. Ooh. All right. John Connery. Are you going to be joining us tonight? Uh, the wh- feast. This is the feast hall. This is indeed Lord Amarillia's feast hall. Oh. Uh, Wait. Was Lord. Will- Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, there, happening? There's a th- this kind gentleman that we all see is inviting us into the feast hall. Will Lord Amarilia be joining us for the feast? I believe Amarilia does have plans to attend the feast tonight. Yes, indeed. What's on the menu? <laughs> uh, boiled onions, <gasps> rockfish. We've got a reservation boiled for five. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. I would love to see you all into the hall. I will just need to take your coats. Uh, You really don't want my coat. (laughs) But I'm afraid I do. Lord Amarillia insists all creatures of all types remove their outer skin, the uh, facade that all fairies have on them. Uh, So if you would just... Give your glamours to me. They will be restored to you at the end of the feast. Yeah, but it, uh, my coat is part of me. Um, it's, it's just part of my body. Oh, it's all dear. connected. Oh, dear. I'm, it won't come off. I'm, I'm afraid that I do have my orders. I must 
take your coats from you. I, I'd be happy to remove your coats for you if, if you think there's going to be any trouble with it. I know it can be difficult to reach your arms back sometimes to pull them off. So I would be happy to aid you in the removal of any coats, but I must insist that I need you to remove your coats in order to enter the hall. I'll draw your attention to the fact that I'm not wearing a coat. No, I, I do appreciate that, uh, my, my fine man, I do, I have my orders, and I simply must not break them, so I must insist on taking your coat. I um, don't have a bloody coat! If you would like my assistance, I would love, I would love to remove your coat for you, and allow you to enter the hall. I want it's to un- see your manager. <laughs> I think he's... Is he talking about, oh, like, our skin? Our skin? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't take a good... It doesn't take a high intelligence check or sense motive uh, to know that is exactly what he is talking about. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right. Well, he's using a very funny verbiage. Uh, it is your coat. You know your coat, the outer appearance that you have, uh, that many fey have, your glamour. I need your glamour, and if you are mortals, I need to have something instead. I simply must take from you your coat. It is my job as the doorman, and I apologize for the tone that I have just taken with you. It has been a long and frustrating day. Oh, what's, what's going, going on? <laughs> It's, Amarillia is, he's so much more bossy than my previous master. Uh. Now there was a man who knew how to host a party and he did not have such intricate rules that must be so insistently enforced. Uh, would Can I, oh. Okay, good. Can I, uh, detect motive? Uh, yes, absolutely. Sense motive. Sense motive, excuse me. A 24. Definitely, uh, this, he's earnest. He's very earnest in saying he, if you want to enter, he definitely intends to take your skin from you because those are his orders. Uh, but he does not like that he has to do it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just doesn't like that he has to do it, but he's not going to accept not doing it either. What's your name, kind sir? I am the doorman. Okay. Uh, if you want to roll a knowledge nature. Yeah. That's nice. pretty high. Uh, 19 plus 8. Uh, s- s- 27. 27. 27. Nice. I can get the 8 plus 9, but I can't get the, the extra 10 digits on there. Uh, so this fay, this fay is very rare indeed. Most people say that he is actually a unique being. The doorman's legend has always, always refers to him in a guardian role, protecting the entrance to fey dwellings. He requires the outer form of any who wishes to pass through his doors. The doorman is currently a member of the Nisili court. He does not visit the mortal world often and prefers only to interact with other immortals. He has never been known to eat or sleep. He does have a special connection to doors, and gates, and has been known to create doors in any surface. Uh, you also know that he has the ability to create doors even under your feet. Um, what if we tell him that we're kitchen staff? We tell him that we're kitchen staff, we're not actually attending the feast, we're going to be working the feast, so he doesn't need to take our coats. I can, I can make that lie. I think we could try to flip him back to Ash. 
the way we did with the last guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He already he already has admitted that he doesn't like his current master. Current employer. Yeah. Well, what if yeah, we do yeah. both? What if we pretend that we're the kitchen staff? What if we pretend that we're the kitchen staff and that the kitchen staff also preferred Ash? A lie upon a lie. I will need two bluff checks and a diplomacy. I have um I'll do, do a bluff. Either of those. I've got the nine. I got a bluff as well. Very low charisma. Who's got twenty nine bluff? Twenty nine bluff. He'll he'll buy that. He'll buy the bluff that your kitchen staff. All right, I have eleven. All right, he does not buy that you. Interestingly, he does not buy that you preferred the old ways. He does not buy that you preferred Ash. And finally, the diplomacy. I don't have that. Uh, Phoebe, you can roll that again. You've got really good diplomacy. That's why your character is. 22. 22. Okay. So you say that you'll kitchen stuff. Yep. Yep. I work uh, in the fryer. I fry up things like this and I pull out a bunch of fingers. <laughs> French fries. No, 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 no. Those look good. Those look very good. Um, no, we, you know, obviously uh, love to eat the flesh of mortals. No, no offense intended, I'm sure. It's, you know, you always eat lower beings. Again. No offense intended. Offense taken. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> None taken. Now, I, I could let you past. I just need you to wear staff uniforms, and I need you to conform to all staff rules and regulations uh, referring to interacting with guests. So long as you do this, and my reputation as the doorman is kept intact, I don't see why I can't let you past. What Would you guide us? I am afraid my position is to stay at the door. I would love to accompany you to the feast, but this is my role in life. What, um, doorman, we're friends now, right? We are professional acquaintances. Uh, It's okay to say no. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way he'll learn, Norman. What what are the rules and regulations of the waitstaff? Simple. You must always appear in uniform. Uh, You must only speak when spoken to. And you must not make eye contact with a guest unless they address you directly. What are the consequences should we not follow the rules? Simple. You will be punished. In what particular way? Severely. In what particular way? Ah, you would like a specific. Um, well, I will have to remove your coat. Uh, This time (laughs) with considerably more relish. As I do despise and detest anyone who cannot observe simple manners. My mom called relish pickle lily. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. I think we do. I think I we can do that. No. no, you go. I think you go. We're all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, agree. All right, I think that's something that we could we could absolutely do. Wonderful, for you. Yeah, man. Right. I will need you to sign this staff agreement. It simply states that should you break any of the rules, I will be forced to enforce regulatory punish- punishments on you. 
Fair enough. All right, and just to be clear, mm-hmm. it says we cannot speak to cannot the other guests. speak until spoken to, cannot make eye contact unless specifically addressed. I, I believe that's it. All right, I think we can do that. But what if somebody looks super friendly? I must, I'm afraid, I must insist that you refrain from breaking your role as wait staff. I appreciate that mortals have not had the time and schooling that we immortals have, and I truly sympathize with it, but I'm afraid I cannot waver in my duty. I am sure you appreciate it, as I have known many mortals to be men and women of honor and nobility. Oh, okay. Uh, Say it again. Honor and nobility. I, um, I take, I agree to sign the contract. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, names here, 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 and, uh, a magical quill appears in front of you, and you guys... I won't be needing that, and I take a bloody finger. (laughs) (laughs) Suri has her own calligraphy set, actually. (laughs) You guys sign with relish, uh, in varying degrees... Piccolilly. (laughs) In varying degrees of attractiveness... Upon the pa- uh, upon the parchment, it rolls up and disappears. Uh, the doorman uh, claps his hands, and white coats and white gloves appear on you. Uh, you all have like some variation of wait a waitstaff uniform, and he opens the door. And now I bid you enter, and please hurry up because we are a bit short-staffed, and the dinner is about to start. Okay. Um. Did that impact any of the armor or anything we have on? No, it did not impact your armor. Although, be aware, something bad is going to happen to you if you break one of the rules. Okay. Um, so, so let's not look at anybody mm-hmm. or talk to anybody <laughs> until they look at or talk at yeah. to us. Yeah, they say anything to us. Then it's yeah. fair game. Yeah. And he didn't say anything about fucking cleaving their heads in half. That is also true. Or yeah. eating. I'll look down at the ground while I cleave some folks. Um, so should some of us, uh, maybe, uh, we should, uh, some of us should, I guess, give the illusion that we are doing the staff, the staffing and taking care of the event while, uh, maybe someone on the sneakier side can track down the blade, maybe track down Amarillo. I'd also, I have I'm a, I'm a, drowsy. <laughs> I have drowsing drugs. Oh, put uh, that on the food. And put it, I could put it on the food. I, I would recommend we don't split the party. Because you guys are Fair. my best friends. Fair. I just couldn't go a minute without I... each and every one of you. I think serving is going to be an, uh, a good enough way to take recon of, of the banquet yeah. hall. Maybe while we're looking around, I mean, this, this blade might be in clean, clear, uh, plain clear sight. I I disagree with Eddie that we're all friends, but I agree with Eddie that we should not split up. Oh, that's a very friendly thing to say. No! (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to split up because you're going to miss me. I'm going to kill you someday. (laughs) Mark my words. We should all go to the kitchen and you should put some of your... Uh, very special spices, shall we say, in the soup. Mm-hmm. 
But leave the boiled onion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you guys enter the kitchen, and it is utterly chaotic. It's filled with dozens of Nisili sprites, uh, and they're creating a huge mess. This is one of the largest and most beautiful kitchens that you've ever seen in your life, and it is in complete chaos. There are ingredients flying about through the air. There is cookware being tossed about. It's clear that cooking is happening. It's just happening in a really chaotic manner. And there is a Disney-style song. Uh, that they are all singing together about cooking. However, it is lewd and angry. Uh, they appear to be very, very cross with Lord Amarillia um, because he has insulted their last meal. I would sing the Disney-style si- song, but I also would not. Uh, so if wow. you if you this want this is a kitchen, huh? If you want to get through this room, it is going to be a DC thirteen reflex save to get oh, through to, like, unscathed dodge. because there are knives and oh, geez, stuff. I one. I'll just hang out back here and do the dishes. <laughs> reflex? Is that a thing? Where's reflex? Oh, there it is. It's yeah, it's Under one of your saves. Um, I don't even know why. Between Fort and Will, I had eighteen. Five. Uh, Five. Oh, I have twenty. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Nice. That, uh, that's perfect. Fitting. Anybody, anybody who beat the thirteen is gets through safe. Anybody who did not takes three damage. Ouch! Big deal. <clears throat> that's a big deal. <laughs> Dahlgren, help! Ouch! Help, friend. <laughs> we took three. You said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's baby stuff. No. My ear! <laughs> it's gone. Yes. <laughs> it's in the soup. <laughs> so do we make it to the soup, I hope? So, yeah, you uh, make it through to the soup, Suri. Everybody who failed the check realized this is going to keep happening. Every round you stay in here, you're going to have to make another reflex save to avoid damage. There is a door immediately in front of you and two doors to the sides of you. Suri, it's going to take you at least a round to... Uh, plant this uh, sleeping poison. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get to the door so I'm out of the way. Can I use a move to I'm, do like... I'm going to get to the door so I'm out of the way. Sorry. Yeah. All right. away. Can I use uh, acrobatics to try and like navigate through in a kind of cool way? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Nope. Uh, 11. All right. So you guys moving to the door, you c- you're in- entitled to a second reflex, Dave Hogman. You guys take another two damage making it to the door, but you are now pressed against the door. Trakar and Eddie, what are you doing? Uh, I want to grab a pitcher of water and Mm -hmm. move towards the door, too, to, like, you know, go out. And I'm going to walk around and fill some glasses. Cool, cool. Reflex save. Cool. All right, right, you're unscathed. Eddie, Um, what are you doing? I grab some of the waste from some of the food. So some of the... uh, like fish guts, yeah, chicken and fish bones, bones yeah, and that kind of stuff. So I, I grab those and stuff them into my <laughs> pockets. <laughs> this is gonna be Surely great for later. For yeah, I'm saving this for us uh, for a uh, for a time when we're in need. Uh, <laughs> Next time I, we meet someone, <laughs> yeah, I can give them a gift, a gift of friendship. <laughs> uh, and I, I head for the door. So Suri, you quickly finish your poison. It is now in the food. You don't need to roll anything for that. Make a one more reflex save to cross out of the room and join your comrades. Yeah, twenty-four. Nice. Nailed it. 
It is time for you to enter the dining room. Extra cover, right? Yeah, like, yeah man. I'm just gonna I'm gonna walk around and fill some glasses. And All right. That's it. And I'm gonna put these on plates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the walls of this room appear to be made of close packed ash trees. Branches form an arcing, dense canopy 25 feet above. A dozen glass vials hang from branches by thin cords scattered across the ceiling. The soft blue, green, and white lights seem to move slightly within the vials, providing light to the rest of the room. Dominating the center of the room is a large stone table in the shape of a cross with various styles of wooden cups, bowls, plates laid out on top of it. Tree stumps line the edge of the table, apparently to be used as stools to sit upon while dining. Three diners are sitting along one side of the table, heads bowed as if in prayer. Their white Samite robes stained with age and wear. Um, I'm going to do a perception check, because we're in the dining hall. Perception mm-hmm. check for that sword. I rolled a nine. You don't notice anywhere any weaponry that appears to be in the room, but you look at the glass vials in the ceiling, and they all appear to be Sealy Sprites. Those are good fairies, once again, who are stuck in the jars. They are pounding on the sides of the jars. Oh. I'm going to do a knowledge check nobility to see who's here. Never mind. Nobility doesn't bring you anything. Um, however, making knowledge religion. Ooh, I got that. Oh, okay. 16. 16. There we go. Uh, you know that these would be servants of nature or druids. But those are the guests? That's, that's, those are the three at the table that appear to have bowed heads. Can I do a detect magic to see if there's any... Yes, detect magic. You detect magic on these three, and there is a strong aura of necromancy around them. Woof. Uh-huh. Is there any way we can loose the good fairies from their jars? How high up are they? You do see that the jars are simple glass, and what they're suspended from is simple string. It would be easy to cut the jars and free these fairies. We're certain that they're good. I mean, yeah, that like you, you know them. Uh, you, you know what type of fairy these are. These are typically very good fairies. Can they be powerful allies? Uh, that's up to you to decide. Is there like, can I do a perception check or something like that? I mean, perception check w- would only tell you that there are captured fairies. Right. I said, get out there with that water. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> well, can I? Can I walk? behind you can walk you, if you walk behind these people and give them water i will allow you a perception check to scope out their stuff okay yeah i want to see what they have on them and that's what's my perception oh geez uh 17 17 okay uh you get a much closer look at them that entitles you to a knowledge religion check 14 this is not simply a druid this is a slough a slough is created when a humanoid is bound to the service of the unseely court, and the time of their body's natural death has been reached. These corpses are filled with magic from the unseely court, causing the humanoid's soul to become trapped and am- animating the body. As per custom, the lower jaw of a slough has been removed, so they are unable to speak any magic that might remove the curse. You also learn that these creatures have an aging aura. Any living creature within 15 feet of a slough must make a DC 20 fortitude save 
or advance to the old age category. You learn this just in time before you enter their aura. Um, you also see on the on the belt of one of them is the Blade of Seasons. Oof. Okay. Do here. Can I roll a perception check to see if there's any mechanism that can be used to like, like quickly free all of the fairies and jars? Well, uh, you do a little bit of math in your head, and if you think if you cut down a few, the others would be able to free each other. That's a good point. I have a rope and grappling hook that I can throw up there to hit a couple jars mm-hmm. and open them. Should I do that or should I wait? Wait till I get out of the way of these guys, because if they and if they come up, if we get their attention and they start to move towards me, then I'm gonna have to. They're gonna age me. Basically. Got it. Yeah. Or does it make more sense to like, yeah, yes, to that? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. First, make a move like kill one of those guys and get them out of the way, and then free the fairies. I feel like the fairies would be a good distraction. Like, that would take a lot of heat off of us. You know, I have Mage Hand. I also have Mage Hand. I can just lift the blade without causing a big hullabaloo. And I could sever the string to the... I will say, it is incredibly difficult to steal something with Mage Hand. Ah. You could do it, and that would win you the blade, but... That wouldn't specifically help you against these opponents, because right. the blade is mostly the bane of fairies. Where's uh, Where's Amarillo? Amadelia. Amelia. You Amelia? don't know Amelia? where. You don't know where he. All right. Oh, he's not. He's I, not I, in okay, this room. I assumed that he was in this room. No. All right. Um. Is there another door? Um. Aside from the one that we came in. Yes, there is a door out here, and it's going to lead directly into this hallway here. Okay. I have a lock. Oh, a simple lock, but still a lock that I could just lock up the the far door in case some, to buy us a little bit more time before uh, Yeah, anything. that's a good idea. We could bar the door in case anything tries to come in okay. from that side. Time out. <laughs> time out. No, not really. What? But uh, So, Surrey... You made the sleepy food, though, right? Mm-hmm. So these druids, if we just lay low for a minute, are going to fall asleep, right? We feed them, yeah. Are they eating? How do they eat without yeah. jaws? That's a good question. They don't. Ah. So that doesn't matter. <laughs> well, at least all the other guests are. Yeah. Do you have any other, like, potions or, like, something Jump. we could? Jump. Also, make an intelligence Save check. All. all of us? Yeah. You just need to get above 15. Uh, I got a 19 natural. 19 natural, perfect. 24. Dracar, you think, if you wait until everyone's in the room to confront Lord Amarillia, then everybody will be around to defend him. Even if most of them eat the sleepy poison, it'll be a lot of people. So we have to find him before he gets in this room. Right. We have to defeat these guys. We have to defeat these guys, get the sword, and then go find him. Yeah. I can bar the door. I can bar the door and and I think the fairies in the jars, man. Yeah, free the fairies. Yeah, yeah. should we? I think we should bar the door, free the fairies. But can we sync up the free the fairies with another move? Yeah, I can. I'll take a shot at one of the guys. Yeah, you do notice one of them is wearing finer robes than the other two. Take a shot at that guy. Is he the one who has the sword? Uh, yes, indeed. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Hmm. Uh, so bef- maybe you should mage hand one of the strings. Yeah. So since their their heads are already down, they're not looking up. I'm gonna go over and apply the lock to the far door 
uh, right now, because so, I don't think I'm disturbing anybody. Um, so that I did that, and now I'm just gonna be ready to mage hand those mm-hmm. fairies, the string of the fairies wall, or maybe us we both can. Oh wait, no, you're you're gonna do something. I'm just mad at my own business. No, okay. No, you uh, should both mage hand. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, to get some fairies out. Yeah, yes. get the fairies out okay. as soon as possible, and then rejo- regroup with those guys. Unless is mage hand like, can you use it multiple times? What are yeah, those? it's a cantrip. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, we could get it all done in like one move. Oh, maybe. Well, round. they'd start helping each other out too. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So we just need to release a couple. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll do the rest of the work. I'm gonna hold off then and just ready myself for battle. Yeah, I'm gonna. So I can defend. Mm-hmm. All right. Help you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so who is freeing fairies? Let's start with that. Five. Okay. Uh, so who wants to go first in that roll initiative? Eddie. Twenty-two. Drakar. Seven. Dolgren. Twenty. And Ogman. One. You serious? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you should just let Ogman die. <laughs> you're totally I'm useless. I'm slowing you guys yeah. down. You're yeah. just draining us of our resources. <laughs> Suri. Nine. Nine. Perfect. Remember when I killed that guy <laughs> with that cage yeah. car five hours ago? <laughs> and since it's been a... Uh, it's been a full a, day yeah. and... Uh... So uh, first up uh, is going to be Eddie with the 22. Uh, what do you do to free some fairies? Um, I go and I find a quiet corner mm-hmm. um, right by like that busing table. You know, where people, like, they exchange plates and garbage. And, of course, I see a couple things that catch my eye. Then I stuff into my pockets. Um, and then uh, I release one of the fairies using Mage Hand. So I open the jar. Okay. You just pop the jar open. Uh, so I want you to make a stealth roll. Eight. Eight. Okay. So uh, the cork falls and falls on the table. So this is your only surprise round. Um, but you know, at least you still have the surprise round. Um, you didn't manage to do it so subtly that you could have accomplished more things, but that fairy hops out of the jar and immediately flies to the next one, pops the other one open and soon, and it's going to get faster and faster, right? Cause the more, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. and then they free two fairies yeah, right. and then they free two fairies. And then, uh, listeners at home do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. called an exponential curve. <laughs> you can learn more about that in school. <laughs> um, but that's not all. The fairies let out a joyous cry, and they immediately oh, flit up. about the room, uh, grabbing twigs and branches and leaves, and they weave them together into a crown and lay it upon Eddie's head. <laughs> oh, wow! My friends! <laughs> I just blew up the mic. I'm sorry. And you have... You have now gained the lucky circlet of the sprites. Sprites do not oft but bestow these rare and powerful gifts. It is said that good luck is given to one who wears such a circlet, and it is pulled from the sprite who made the circlet. The sprite is then the recipient of bad luck uh, that was originally bound to the circlet's bearer. As this bad luck sometimes results in the death of the one who is wearing the circlet, it's easy to understand why a sprite might be hesitant to create such an item. These circlets are made of local twigs and flowers. A circlet that has not been used is given green twigs and woven into the vi- into thin vines. These vines have either small red or brown berries or flowers. In 
in some number, uh, which denotes the remaining luck infused into the circ the circlet. So essentially, uh, the berries will start falling off, uh, the branches will become brown, uh, the leaves will start to die as the luck is sucked out of it. So at any time, you can call upon this circlet for luck and re-roll any roll. Ooh. Nice. I was, um, I was gonna free them. And you have three opportunities to do this. Yeah, that's why we had an initiative roll. Oh, okay. Whoever won initiative was gonna get the circlet. Nice. So not you. Yeah. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's the one who needs it the most. Yeah. Seriously. Alright. Alright, so you have that as this calamity is happening. The surprise round still continues. And next up is Dolgren. We're not in combat yet, right? You're not in combat yet, and I will remind you, if you get close, you're going to have to make a fortitude save to avoid aging. I'm pretty I'm pretty fortuitous. Uh I have seven. So you could take the risk. Yes, but I also have a, a hammer I can throw. Uh, the other thing I can remind you is Suri is a ranged fighter, and she's currently wearing the seale- seaweed headband. That seaweed headband adds to your fort save. So, I'll go stand next to her. No, you'll need to wear it. She'll need to give it to you. So you could wait until she gives that to you to do your action. That's just a little bit of strategy. <laughs> Hmm. It, would, it would make it so that you could I fight could up get close. close. And, she and could, I can continue yeah. to fight from afar. Okay, I'll run over to her and maybe you can give me a... Yeah. Okay, I'll wear it. It looks good. And... Does it? Yeah. So... Hey guys, what do you think of my hat? I could have had that okay. hat. <laughs> it's made of garbage. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy is going to be the special one. Should I go after the special guy? So, special guy, I'm going to say biggest threat. You take him down, you're not dealing with him. That's that's just my one bit of strategy. Yeah, I'm definitely going to... You don't want him to use that weapon. No. I don't think. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to probably charge. Okay, him. so you're, you're going to hold action until Surrey? Yep. Okay, so then the next person up is Drakar. Drakar, what are you going to do? Um, we We said that I would take a shot at... The, the, Absolutely. the big rope guy, or the yeah. fancy rope guy, so I'm going to do that. Do it. It's a little better than usual. Um, <laughs> so that's an 18 to hit. Excellent. Let's... Oh, and they're fey, right? Uh, no. Oh, they're not. Okay. Well, so These 18. are undead. Cool. Um, 18 does hit. Sweet. Roll damage. Four damage. Four damage. Excellent. Ooh. Hey, at least you're making progress. Yay. That's right. <laughs> it's okay, man. I shouldn't put myself down, yeah. guys. You're Even still my yourself. friend? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> At the cool. end of yeah, the day, you can still count yourself as Eddie's friend. <laughs> uh, next up is going to be... Sorry. Yeah. So you can take a free action to give Dolgren the uh, circlet, which will start his turn. This is not only fashionable, but from a friend. <gasps> All right. <laughs> of course you're my friend. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Nothing shut your mouth. <laughs> 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 
All right. Hey, so yeah. you add you add that to your head. Um, this does give you the plus two to your fortitude save, as well as confer should you drop below uh, zero hit points, that will immediately heal you and then disintegrate. Got it. Uh, I am raging. Cool. Do it. Uh, That's, uh, I'm raging and charging. That is going to be, I believe, uh, five rounds of rage left. So six, six. Okay, six. Yes, tread carefully. Um, and I'm going to do power attack. Yeah. So so first thing that happens is you enter its aura. So I need you to roll me a fortitude save. Before he does this, should I take a shot? Uh, what you could do is uh, you could inspire courage that oh, would okay. add to his um. That would add. That would again make another a bonus to his fortitude save. Okay. Here we lie upon the table, willing, ready, and very able. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> I love poetry. <laughs> um. So yeah, and you. This is also plus one to your attack, but you've got right now a plus three in addition to whatever fortitude you have. So you should definitely make this roll. Hopefully. 19. Oh, buddy, you were looking for 20. <sighs> so, Ay. you become old. Oh. How old? Did you count my... Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Three. It's... So, my you fortitude did... is 10 at this point. I rolled a 9. All right. Uh, so, that is minus 3 penalty to strength. Oh Dex goodness. and con. Oh my Whoa, god. Whoa, all three of those? But you get a plus two bonus to intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Huh. Because you're old. Well, it's a good thing that, <laughs> that, that Pathfinder... All these things that I don't, don't need. need yeah. So my <laughs> ability modifier... I have to, like, redo everything, don't I? Uh, so, no. It, it's going to probably be minus two from your strength, dex, and con. So, the modifier, right? Yeah. So it's... So so you can just write one, in one of the three. new boxes. Yeah. Minus two. So that'll be also minus two from your attack and damage. Uh, is this uh forever? Uh this is until the spell is broken. Let's hope killing this hey, guy Jogren, breaks that spell. Your chest there is looking a little gray. <laughs> yeah, everything's gray. Not <laughs> now, Eddie. <laughs> Everything is gray eight. Oh, that's very nice. I'm, I'm, uh, roll this damage. I'm Murder this fool. I'm fear- well, I have to do my uh, my hit, right? Yeah, roll to hit. But you also, like, so it's a net minus one because you've also got the bonus from Surrey and uh, raging. raging. So actually, no, it just evens out to pre-rage stats for, for your to hit. Right. Thirteen. Thirteen will not hit. As you approach it, your skin begins to wrinkle. Your beard begins to white uh your taut vascular arms begin to sag uh, s- the freckles on your shoulders become moles they're big <laughs> and bulbous and disgusting Ew. and although you guys think that dolgren looks somewhat dignified uh in his gray years it is certainly not useful for combat as he swings his axe and you can tell that it feels heavier to him than it normally would. And he barely misses his mark, something that not often happens to your comrade, swinging to miss and slamming in to the table. If I retreat from their area, do, 
if I'm not within that radius, mm-hmm. will I go back to normal age? You don't know. Okay. Hmm. okay. Uh, next up is, uh, Suri, you have a move action left still. Even with the bardic performance? Even with the bardic performance. Cool. That was a standard action. You can move somewhere in the room. I can move? Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, kind of get to this guy's side near the sword. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, that will enter this radius. Oh, I want to be outside of the radius. Uh, so you can move over here then, okay. I think. Hit him with your bow, I think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Make like a... Cool. So you got a straight shot at him. And finally, that brings us to Ogman. All right. So I'm going to pull a, 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 a Dolgren. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna head over here, eh, 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 or, uh, I guess right in front of Eddie, and, uh, I'm gonna take my, um, my great sword, and I'm going, first off, I'm going to cast True Strike. Cool. Um, and then I'm going to take my great sword and hurl it at, uh, the, uh, the big, the main guy. Okay. Uh-oh. Here's the thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can like you can definitely do your combat casting ability uh-huh. while you're doing a normal attack. I don't believe you can combine it with throwing the blade. All right, cool. Um but you can definitely charge into a full attack which would include the spell and the blade. Okay. Um Well then, I guess I'll do that. I I I will I will do that. And hopefully I will kill him. Okay, and, and you're, it, you're true striking? Yeah, I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss. I want to kill him. Okay, and important question, are you power attacking too? Uh, what? Can you explain power attack to me again? Power attack will be minus one from your attack, which after true strike yeah, is guaranteed to hit. Yeah. And plus two to damage. Yes, I'm going to power attack. Heck yeah. All right, uh... So roll a fortitude save for entering this magical area. Fortitude save, and I've got seven, four, twenty, twenty, twenty. All right. You are unaffected. You are unaffected by the aging aura, which is good because we don't have to do a bunch of friggin' math. All right. Great. So then I'm going to. Roll whatever to so, See, 14, so you, yeah you didn't you 34. didn't critical and that's the only thing that would have mattered for this. Okay. Uh, so now calculate your damage. Two d six plus five mm-hmm. eleven. Power attack adds two or three. That's 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 two. It adds three for you because you're two handing your weapon. He oh, can't because yeah. he's casting his spell in his other hand. Okay. Uh, well then, uh, it's eleven. Eleven damage. That's definitely a good hit. Uh, the creature is still up, but it definitely, your great sword swings through the air as Dolgren's axe connects with the table, sending chunks of wood splitting up into the air. You, uh, people can also hear the dull thud and slice of your great sword connecting with the side of this undead creature. Dust rises from its skin and a grim black ichor flows from its arm as its body has been cut open by your swing. And Yum. damage gets done. <laughs> Looks like chocolate sauce. <laughs> chocolate sauce. <laughs> Who's hungry? 
Anybody? No one is hungry. <laughs> all right. Forgot and to say, now, we have all this bread we have yet to eat. Yeah, yeah, eight loaves. The man. surprise round is over, and right. these creatures are allowed to enter initiative. Okay, well, that certainly spreads everything out. Man, I can't believe we did an eliminate that guy. We tried so hard. If, if Dahlgren had hit him, you might have taken him out. But every time I have to do what a about our fairy? Yeah, time, that's a bummer. Like do I just keep getting old. The, I mean, they're not until strong you die. Enough yeah, to fight. you will. So they're just flat, fluttering around. I mean, like you'll get to the point where it's like negative to modifiers. Wow. Oh, maybe you won't die, but like you'll be. You'll just stay. I'm gonna try super try harmless. Treat. Yeah, that's a good. Adam that's a better Lynch. idea. Okay. Um, first up is is the slough. Which one? Uh, the the big one. He rolled a twenty on his initiative. Of course. Uh. Oh, one thing you notice as you swing your greatsword into him, you feel resistance. Um, it's it, it's difficult to place. Um, but it feels like your strike starts to slow as it enters the creature's body. Make an intelligence roll. Or actually, uh, this could be um a skill check that would be uh not spellcraft but. Uh, Arcana, knowledge arcana. Knowledge arcana. And you're the only one entitled to this one. Fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen lets you know that uh, you've heard tell of this sort of thing happening. Uh, This is damage reduction. Basically, this creature is resistant to magic. And every time you hit them with a non-magical weapon, it will resist that damage. Yeah. However, it does occur to you, as a magus, you have the ability to empower your weapon with yeah. magic. So that might not affect you in the future. Sweet. But you do know that uh, your attack was less powerful than it could have been. And I guess it just, they don't have any magic. It looks like they just have normal attacks, which is great. All right, so that definitely hits. He slams into you. Ogman? Yes. Oh. Ogman. Ogman. Well, you're the only one who hit him. The other one's just like an old guy. He doesn't have to worry about that person. Oh, my gosh. He does nine damage. And what is your CMD? My CMD is 12. All right, say it into the mic. My CMD is 12. 12. All right. Well, he rolls really well. We have those friendship bracelets. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he grapples you. He grapples me? Yeah. All right. I have um, one hit point left. That's all. That's all that hits you uh, at this point. So um, you are you are grappled. You're mad, um, and it is now uh, the next person's turn in the initiative, and that is Eddie. Plus, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, uh, I hear somebody sneeze. Bless you all. No. <laughs> thing is should i save should i try to heal augman right now oh, get, get rid of the dude so you've got you've got uh how, how many level one spells have you cast so far i think none. it was okay none i haven't used any yet so you've got four spells you could use two spells in this fight and still have two spells for the next fight it's uh that that is a difficult call um and i think almost no matter what you do it's a it, the strategy is right so it's up it's up to you and how you want to use those resources I also know Augman's got himself a potion. Yeah. So I'm going to bless. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to bless everybody. All right. I love you all. Your 50-foot radius burst spreads through the room. Uh, what does this one look like? 
The last one you, was you rubbing knuckle bones together, oh, creating the powder. I, uh, I pull a chicken leg out of one pocket, and I pull a fish head out of the other one, and I start slapping them against my cheeks. This <laughs> 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 is doing like voodoo. Uh, yeah, you you slap them against your cheeks, and a pungent and powerful odor fills the air. Oh yeah, I belch really loud. As yeah, this is happening, and the belch <laughs> echoes with against the uh, fabric of the universe. Uh, that sort of echo reverberates through the room, and you feel that reverberation powering up your muscles, and not your muscles, simply your bones. Yes. <laughs> your bones are infused with the power of milk, <laughs> calcium. Calcium makes them strong and dense and helps battle osteoporosis. Hey, God. <laughs> oh, no. He's so old. I also get my calcium from broccoli. So everybody's got an additional plus one. So now you guys have the plus one from Suri's song and you have the plus one from Bless. Okay. That's for attack and defense, right? Now, atta- that's a n- not attack and defense. That's attack and damage. Attack and damage. I think will saves too, right? Yeah. A will saves, especially against fear for bless. So that just takes away my... Because I was minus two for both. Yeah. Uh, so so now, now you're back up to normal. Got it. Not raging normal. And it doesn't, like, permanently change it. It's just, like, as this Temporary is going effect. on. Yeah. Alrighty. Eddie, do you want to move anywhere? I am going to move... Is this another table? What is this? Uh, that's just part of the old map. Oh. <laughs> this is... Not been cleaned yet. I want to move uh, uh, next to Drakkar uh, so I can pat him on the back. Cool. Good to be fighting next to you, Elven that brother. That will bring you into the aura. Oh, wait, where is No, the... I'm not in the aura. But here's the thing. The said... aura will take away from your... Fi- oh, oh. No, no, no. Drakkar. Okay. Drakkar, yeah. I just want to go here. Okay. Hello, cool. my half-brother. Oh, yeah. Half brother from a half another mother. <laughs> All right. And that brings us to Olgren. Olgren. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if I. So I would have to do another fort save if I'm to say. No, stay you within. wouldn't have to do another fort save. You've already failed the save. So, so you're already vulnerable. I can't get any fight. older. Can't get any older. Should I just try to hit him? Hit him and. Yeah, wail on this dude. Or try to get out of the... No, aura. kill him. Kill him? Straight up. Kill him. <laughs> I'm gonna rage again. Can I rage as an old guy? Yeah. I probably... Yeah. It's gonna... Yes, as an old guy, you can rage. It'll be kind of, like, more racist, though, than <laughs> like it was before. Get off Damn. my lawn! <laughs> they Damn took our jobs! So, yeah, I'm raging. I'm, I act, I literally am mad as a player and as a character. <laughs> awesome. You're Charlton Heston right now. Yeah. So that's 17. That hits. No, I can't. Is that wait. 17? Is that 17 the roll or 17 after adjusted values? After adjusted values. Okay. That still hits. Okay. That is 13. 13. 13 damage. Heck yeah. So. Again, you feel the same uh, force resisting your non-magical sword, but you are doing damage. How much? I cannot tell you. Uh, I got him, at least. You're welcome! I guess. (laughs) It's funny, because I can't do a Scottish accent 
and an old person voice <laughs> at the same time. So when you become old, you're just no longer Scottish. That's yeah. what we're learning. I've lost my, uh, I can't Dogren speak. Dogren chest hair. Oh, that's, 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 that was good. Yeah, I can't. I literally can't. I'm trying. chest <laughs> hair. I think you're doing a good one. Hey there, you lad. Okay. There it is. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, you got it. You got it. For so, 20, for 20, everybody, listeners, for 20. <laughs> Barking up a fat blood. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. I might be annoying on the show, but Alex is being annoying in real life. Right now. <laughs> uh, so this uh, this one here, this turns and tries to bite you, Ogman. You're getting the worst of it, man. I yeah. Uh, Every time. Oh my gosh! Bring it! Bring it on! Let me see. Well, let me see if he can hit you. It's going to be a long shot for him. It's going to have to roll pretty well. And he fails. Sweet. He rolls a two. Uh, so he claws at you. Oh, but I guess he's got claw claw bite. Is there a way that I can spread it out to more than one pe- person? Claw claw cleave. Claw claw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess, yeah. He's got no bite. Yeah. If he can't eat, if he can't eat our sleepy soup. <laughs> You're right. No, you're right. He doesn't have claw claw bite. He just has two claws. So he'll attack with the second claw. Um, the second claw does a little bit better, but I still don't think it's going to hit you. Uh, does 15 hit your AC? Yes. What? Huh? How is your AC not better than that? My AC is 14. Was blesser the? Ah, he blessed him. Does that help? Are you wearing armor? It doesn't help. It doesn't help. Unfortunately. That, yeah, does that include your armor? Uh, so now, here's the big thing. You need to make a fort save. But the DC is only 11. Okay. So the likelihood that you will fail this is very low. Uh, James, watch and learn. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly haven't met Tyler. 11. He rolls 11 exactly. Uh, with uh, so fifth, uh, 16. Okay, rad. <laughs> uh, so you do not, you do not uh, take filth fever damage, which is ridiculous okay um so you but you do take a band name (laughs) you do take 1d4 damage two damage (laughs) all right that's our our only song unconscious you're unconscious bleeding out Uh, and bleeding out yep does the friendship what is friendship friendship that's when you die all right so i'm on the ground again on the ground again uh you can roll your d8 to stop the bleeding if you predict i'm going for i'm gonna go for a one now, oh. uh, so you you are on the ground bleeding. Next up is going to be Drakar. Okay. Uh, it, does Eddie? Do you have anything that could make my arrows magic? Do I ever? I got fish guts. I've got the answer is no. The no. wisdom tooth That's of a. Not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Uh, oh, I should probably move. Hey! I want to come around. Oh. I want to go around so that I can get a clear shot. Yeah. You and gotta, try to finish him off. Finish him. Even though it's not magic. That's 18. 18. Nice. Uh, 8 plus... Uh, is it t- plus 2 to damage as well, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah, plus 2 so to 10, damage. 10 damage. 10 damage. Hey, that's really good. <laughs> Uh, he... Oh, thanks, Jeff. Good job, man. I didn't add the plus two to my damage, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, uh, no. 
The plus two is taking away my negatives. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I've had to ask every time because I can never remember. He's he's you're slowly chipping away at his health. He oh is quite strong. It's the damage reduction, really, because he's taking away a certain number from oh, your damage okay. each that, time. Yeah. All right. Um. So next up, uh, is going to be. Oh look, the other one. Uh, the other one is going to charge. Actually, it can't charge. It has to move. Oh, Moves no. and attacks. Suri! Uh, not another one. It can only attack with one claw because it was not able to charge. But you have a higher AC than 11, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, so it does not hit you. Yes. It claws uselessly at you. Um, next up is going to be. Suri! Oh, what a debate. Do I hit the one close to me or the one that we're almost finished with? I'm going to go for the big bad guy. Yes. Uh, with my longbow. Cool. You can move first, yeah. If you want. Yeah, take a five-foot step because that, that will allow you to attack. Or you want to move away from the guy. So if you're oh. here, you might want to step here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Hey, that, that yeah, definitely hits. Yeah, 22. 22, roll your damage. Get him, get him, get him. Remember to add the plus two from your uh, poem. I always inspire myself, as every woman should. Loving Four. it. Roll again. Uh, what? No. no. Six. So six, six. Yeah, six damage. Um, you definitely take a chunk out of him. The arrow uh, sails through the air and hits his neck. He is not dead, but he is. He is approaching death. <laughs> And now, Ogman, uh, you have a chance to, again, stop see if you can stop the bleeding. So uh, roll the d8. I'm going to go with a number five. Two. Unfortunately not. So you lose. Down five. You lose one hit point. All right, cool. Uh, next up in the initiative order is Eddie. If I go up to... Oh, no, actually, I'm sorry. It's the, it's the big one. Ooh. It's the, yeah, because he rolled a slightly better initiative than you. So he's just going to attack Alex. Dolgren. Old grin. Dolgren. Old grin. Old grin. Okay. And he slams into you. That is definitely probably going to hit. Because, yeah, that's that's 19. Um, yeah, my AC is 16. So he hits and he does 8 damage. Yikes. I'm still raging. No, I'm not raging. And what is your... Well, you're still rage, raging from last round. Okay. Um. So what is your defense? My defense? CMD. 22. Uh, he fails. So he does not grapple you. Yeah, he, he like throws himself at you and then grabs you in yeah. a bear hug. Like a zombie. Yeah. He's essentially... I mean, it's undead. Yeah. So... They're essentially zombies. Uh, so his turn ends, and now, Eddie, you are up. So if I get close enough to help Ogman to heal him, mm -hmm. would I be within that 15-foot range? You are, but here's the tricky thing about it. All the stuff that would be bad is sort of neutral for you, because it makes your physical stats worse, which you barely use, and it makes all of your mental stats better, which you use all the time. Oh, that's a good you point. You should be old. Get old. <laughs> I have an old soul. Uh. Um, 
Okay, I'm gonna go up and uh, <laughs> what I do is I, I take out a, a chicken gizzard <laughs> and, I, and I rub it across Ogman's head. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, and that, uh, like, you you rub that in and you're just like squeezing this chicken gizzard across his head. And you, uh, say some magic words to accompany that and imbue your divine power into the gizzard juice. Mm-hmm. And that invests in him. Actually, uh, oh, yeah, that's a good roll. So we'll go with that one. That is nine hit points. Sweet. Back up, back in. Let me begin. I came to win. Now I don't remember the rest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up in the initiative order. So he's fighting again? And for me, that's a sign. Yes, he is fighting again. Is Oldgren. Gotta finish the run. I gotta rage again. Mm-hmm. That's four, right? Oh, and roll your fort save to see if you get old. Okay. Um, and that's my... Which one is it again? I'm sorry. I hope you get old. Yeah. Yeah, fortitude's the top one. Nineteen. Nineteen. You fail. You're old. Oh, yeah. I needed twenty. <laughs> I'm so old. So minus three to all of your physical stats and plus three to all of your mental stats. I believe you can now uh, cast one more level one spell per day. Yay! <laughs> I want to be old forever! <laughs> it still sounds that way, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the, funny- <laughs> the funny thing about... I want to be old forever! <laughs> more shaking. The, the best thing about getting old in a D&D game, because they make your mental stats get better, which is absurd... Uh, your wisdom goes up, which means you get better at seeing and hearing because you get better at perception. <laughs> so wait, That's so these all go sense. down by three. So what's my? Is so your, it changes your modifier. Um, yeah, I don't remember what. The so it, was. essentially, it drops your modifier by two uh, for all of your physical stats, and increases your modifier by one for all of your mental stats. Wait, it's Constitution, physical, or mental? yeah, physical. And th- that also takes away two hit points from you because your constitution goes down. Wait, did I get hurt, though? Or is that my max? Uh, that's lowered your max temporarily. So just uh, okay, count so it as damage. My max is 13. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Next up in the initiative the- order, yeah. Oldgren. Rage and power attack? Heck yeah. That is four, four left. left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what is that? 20 with did you roll a 20 19 but uh with um st- uh, bonus stuff so that 20, definitely hits yeah, so roll damage so the damage is plus three yeah nice um that would be 22 22 damage that kills it yeah how do you take it down um, <laughs> laboriously. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take a lot of pleasure in it, but yeah, kind of old in an old way. I'm gonna like take out. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna hit him. I'm just gonna cut this goddamn thing in half. Okay. I want it through okay. like through the guts, just like because I know that there's like the only thing there is just the spine. So yeah. you know, it's like not a lot of bones to cut through. I, I'm just gonna go through the guts, through the spine, and then just go right in half. So you cut him. I'm gonna I'm gonna add onto this. You cut him right in half, and uh, the top half of his body ends up on the table, and you proceed to chop him up into little pieces. And as you're chopping him into smaller and smaller pieces, your strikes get stronger and stronger as your youth yeah. is restored. To oh you. God! Thank you. Yes. 
So the curse is reversed. I did all that math for nothing. So that was the only one that had the curse? That was the only one. That was the linchpin of the curse. Thank you. Are the other two enemies still up? The other two are still up, but they have fewer hit points, and they no longer get their bonuses from their friend being around. And that brings us to one of them, and he... God, the only one around is Augment. Uh, Fails to assault Augment once, and hits Augment the second time, but you've already made the fort save. uh, So he just does three damage to you. All right. I'm going to whip around, and I'm going to take his freaking head off. (laughs) Before you do that, Drakar has a turn. Yeah, I'm going to try to take someone's head off with a bow. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Do I have? A, oh, I don't have a clear shot. You could make a five foot step and have a clear shot at yes, the toad. That's good. I will do that. That'll hit. That's nineteen plus eight. You hit. Roll your damage. Cool. Seven. Seven damage. Heck yeah. Um. Let's see. How much damage does he have? Oh well, he's still got some hit points left. But you oh. you have taken him you've taken him down considerably. Uh, the arrow uh, flies through the air and goes through its eye. Um, it's now sort of like stumbling around. You've clearly cut off a lot of whatever neural functions remain when you become a soul trapped in a body. Uh, <laughs> next up is Suri. Okay, so this guy's down. Mm-hmm. So it's just that one? Yes. I'm going to inspire uh, so that Ogman can be... No, you've already damage. inspired. That that continues. It lasts for forever? I can't add on one? Uh, no, Once you've inspired... So it, you can't keep doing it to get the same effect. Now you're just sort of like one of them benefiting from the inspire. Okay. I'm going to get the sword then. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Solid. Totally forgot about the sword. (laughs) (laughs) You run over to the chopped up body and you grab the blade of seasons. Believe this is ours. (laughs) Nice. Alrighty. Um, Anything else you'd like to do? You took a move action. You're right there. You could probably take a Mm. bow shot at the other one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Ooh. Unfortunately, that one sails right over its head. <laughs> Sounds like Surrey. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up, this one charges the only person he can see right in front of him, and that's Drakar, uh, and he makes two claw attacks. The first one rolls a three and misses. Second one rolls a seven and also misses. Drakar, uh, it is not your turn. Nope. Because it is Ogman's turn. I whip the freak around. Yeah. Great sword in hand. And I use one of uh, my arcane pool to give it a plus one on my weapon. Heck yeah. That and... adds one to attack and damage. All right. And I'm uh So you're, going... you're benefiting from a net plus four to this attack, which is... Bana- or no, plus... Uh, it's just plus three. Three, yeah. yeah. Which is uh, not bananas. Which is not bananas. That's it's more merely of a melon. it's kumquats. <laughs> it's a so. it's those tiny bananas. Plantain. Plantain. It's a plantain. Plantains are bigger, I thought. Yeah, no. they are. But are they, they have the mini ones. They yeah, but like apple ones. bananas. Oh, yeah. This is happening. I'm going to roll. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all talking about fruit. Yeah, that hits. Oh, all thank right. God. Maybe yes. that's the bonus that you needed was yes. the fruit talk. And then <laughs> mess this fool up. Five. Yeah. Nine. 
14. 14. Plus, oh, yeah. uh, plus three. He dies. Yes. Yeah. How do you take him down? I. It's just. It's one clean swoop. I'm just like, oh, mother of all Gaia, or that's <laughs> not my god. Whatever, mother of God. Oh, yeah, and I just gods. flip around. Yeah, your just, god would either be Balar or Volsung. Uh, uh, Balar. Uh, He's an evil guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But that's the god he was raised with and, too. Balar. We don't see eye to eye, but I'm just gonna decapitate someone real quick. And I, just, <laughs> I just take his head right off. Somewhere across the plains of reality, Balar looks down, a single tear rolling down his cheek, <laughs> and a smile across his face as he knows you've beheaded someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I guess I head this way to help out uh, to start to get in the range. Cool. So you, out. yeah, you move. Yeah. Uh, you could actually probably move around this way and flank. Okay. Yes. Next up, we return to the top of the initiative order. And it looks like it is Eddie's turn. Great to have you back, Ogman. Good to be back. Um, okay. I'm just gonna blast him with an arrow. Heck yeah! Crossbow. It's a dexterity plus base attack bonus. Okay. I really want you to roll a one and hit me again. <laughs> oh my god, it would be perfect. I think it needs to be somebody else in the party 50, to do it. 20. 20. Okay. That'll hit. We have a ten. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, back. It's fine. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> Gotta be dead. He's dead. Yeah. How do you take him down, Eddie? <laughs> well, I I raise up my crossbow. I aim it right at his skull, and I and I pull the trigger as the as the arrow is flying at him. I run behind it. What? Uh, <laughs> the arrow goes into his head. I grab the arrow and then I pull the skull from the skin. <laughs> And I take this skull and I put it in my pocket. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> that was awesome. That happens in a quarter of a second. <laughs> so, Dogren sees this, and a sly smile creeps across his face. That's the most badass thing I've ever seen. Thanks, friend. Still no. <laughs> uh, so you find on the body of the big one, in addition to the season's blade, you also find the robe of all ages. What does that do? Well, it's a robe that's appropriate for any age of audience. <laughs> okay, so the robe of all ages. Robes. The robe of all years is an artifact found in the days of the human arrival to the lands of Tautha. It was among the first gifts given by the Tautha di Danan to the newcomers that they had taken under their protection. The robe was designed not only to aid their survival, but also help teach the cycles of nature to those who were to become the first human druids. The robe of all years is made of a pale samite and is cut to the mid-calf and forearm. The edging of the robe is three inches wide, outlined by two parallel brown thread lines. Within these lines are woven representations of several different types of vine. These vines are in tune with the seasons of the world, and they shift as do the magics they represent within the changing of the seasons. In the spring, these vines show new buds of... Actually, I'll just ask you, uh, what season is it, guys? Fall. Yeah. Fall. Fall. So, in autumn, these leaves change to reds and oranges and yellows. Now the stats. All right, so it gives you a spell. For autumn, you can produce flame. Oh, cool. Solid. Great. cool. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Should I put it on? Can I wear it, guys? Yeah. I'm going to need, like, 
45 minutes or so to transfer things from my pockets <laughs> into this. Put it Start on now. over your robes like yeah. a... Oh, yeah. It's like idea. a bag person. <laughs> Perfect. And we come to The Seasons Played. The Seasons Blade was forged using long-forgotten techniques, fusing the purity of silver and cold-forged irons. These metals form a braid along the blade of this hiltless long knife that meets the handle made of carved bone. This bone handle was carved from the leg bone of a rare white heart, which roamed Tyriadrail during the land's first days. After being carved with words of power, the bone handle was wrapped with soft leather that was cured from the same heart. And the statistics, this plus two dagger counts as both cold iron and silver for cases of overcoming damage reduction. Though not a magical effect, many fey and lycanthrope recognize the blade. If one of these beings sees the blade, it takes a DC 10 knowledge history roll, and they will respect the wielder. The spirit of fey or any natural lycanthrope whose body is killed with this dagger is permanently destroyed and cannot reform a new body. What are the damage stats? The damage stats on this weapon, oddly enough, not included on this sheet. However, I will say it is a medium-sized dagger, which would put it in the D6 range. Um, and that would be 1D6 plus 2 for being a plus 2 weapon. I feel like I shouldn't be the one carrying it. I feel like I could do... Because I could put it in my other hand and dual wield if we But you wouldn't that. be able to cast spells with I that other hand. I would not be able to cast spells. Oh, I could carry it. Do it. Yeah. Nice. Alrighty. Uh, so you pass on the autumn blade, and we are going to enter the next room. That's it for the Feast Hall this week, heroes. But we will be back next week with the stunning conclusion to the Feast Hall series. Seriously, I cannot believe how dramatic this ending ended up being. It's something that really you have to hear to believe it. Another thanks to our sponsor for this, William Muma, and more games. They made this entire commissioned game possible. If you want to support them, uh, please check out ImperiumCS.com, where you can find all of the materials that we used uh, to run this Pathfinder module. And if you enter the offer code, we're not friends, you'll receive 15% off on all PDFs and printed books. If you've got a role-playing game or you have a fictional setting that you want to get more nerdy ears in front of, be sure to contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com and ask about commissioning a game. OneShot is a joint production between Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Yeah,